Boom. <laughs> I got you there for, yeah, for a second yeah. there. That actually was real. Yeah. I am here to talk to you about the Delta variant. Do you have some time to talk about it? No, I don't. I'm Joe. I'm Josh. You got questions? You're feeling grounded. <laughs> <laughs> Grounded with your hosts, Josh and Joe. All right, Joe. So somebody definitely did not. We didn't just spend the past 40 minutes without hitting the record button. Right, Joe. So apparently the app that we're using always tells us that we're being recorded. And like an idiot, I am. Uh, Just didn't occur to me because we're just catching up because we haven't talked in like more than like like two weeks, right, Josh? That's right. It's been a while, yeah. Yeah, almost two weeks. Yeah. So we're just we we're chewing the fat. We were so engrossed in each other that the, the thought of recording never occurred. <laughs> yeah, we were just gonna we were just gonna have the conversation be ours and just put a blank YouTube video for you guys to just watch and listen to. <laughs> just just have static going and this conversation would just be one in ours but we decided to be nice to you guys that is great asmr sorry (laughs) (laughs) so what we want you all to do right now is like and subscribe we want you to also share this video to any prospective person that might like our content also follow us at feeling grounded podcast on instagram to see exclusive content uh that we just love to share with you guys also become a patron we want you guys to join us on that platform for exclusive content for only three bucks a month you guys will be able to see stuff that we josh and i genuinely enjoy uh anything else josh and also um yeah stay tuned for things right because i'm this is my our new my new studio space i'm back got my house and so things are changing you know, we're going to start doing more with youtube doing mini clips doing different things and uh, I'm going to be a lot more active. So, so like we said, around. yeah, like we said before, there's going to be bigger and better things coming. So you ain't seen nothing yet. Baby, you ain't seen <laughs> nothing yet. Yeah. Every single, like there's always like some of those 60 songs, like the who my generation, they just, they make fun of stuttering people. You know, if that came out in 2021, they'd be canceled Ooh, immediately. It's time for happy crappy. All right, Joe, since we wasted a lot of time, let's jump in and some happy crappies. All right, let's start with the crappy first. We're feeling kind of down today. Mm. Oh, I'll go first. Okay. Thank, thank you for volunteering me, Josh. Um, <laughs> so I had, to, I, had, <laughs> I had to take my car to the shop again. Well, why is that, Joe? Well, really... Uh, last time when we talked with Zach, I had to take the car in because, you know, a bunch of rodents chewed through, but luckily it wasn't a bunch of mice chewing through and making a nest and yada, 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 yada. Um, it was just a faulty ABS light check engine light came on too. And I was like, Oh God, what is, what is this now? Um, but you know, they had it for about three days. I had to figure out the rental car situation. They didn't have a loaner car for a while. So that was a big old mess. The old pile of turds. Yeah. What about you? 
Yeah, like I was saying before, car stuff is the worst. It's so annoying. It takes so much time. And... Right? Uh, it's really hot in my house. We don't have... And in the second story. The first story, we have a big air conditioner. So like, it's nice and cool in the first story. But the second story, hot. Mm. Hot as blazes. Hot that's as where blazes. that's where I would live. In, in blazes. Yeah. It's uh, literally in the dark pit of i was about to say dark pit of hell but that's that's not where i want to end up you know um i didn't know where i was going with that they had us in the first half i'm not gonna lie yeah they had us the first half i'm not gonna lie (laughs) yeah so i I don't sleep well because my room is so hot my kids rooms are good because they have air conditioners for them my my window is a sliding window like this Mm. it goes like vertically instead of horizontally yeah i have that too yeah that's hard. You can't really put. I mean, they make some, but they're like crazy expensive. You can like, really only do the fan trick there. Which we're, we're learning and we're mastering. So yeah, got to got to put that fan face it out in the daytime and then face it in so it gets that cool air coming in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So your AC situation, you can't really in the those vertical. Yeah. Uh, you can't put an AC unit in yeah. there. They they do make some but they're crazy expensive and they like you have to like have a screen on the outside to like cover the mm-hmm. which i don't think they have one why even bother get yeah. get some of those ac units that at least you can put in the middle of the room so hopefully it can cool the whole house get one or two of those yeah exactly yeah. We'll see what happens it's mm-hmm. the plan so i'm gonna grin and bear it for a little while but eventually hoping to do something about the, mm-hmm. the air in this house happy well, uh, I just got into disc golf group of my, with my church. Uh, it's just a bunch of guys uh, just playing disc golf. I had never played. Um, just got my gear uh, a little bit last week um, for only playing two games. I feel like I'm picking up a lot of stuff. Uh, still a novice and not pretending to be otherwise. Uh, it's, uh, it's really good to get into something that you haven't before. Um, I strongly urge a lot of the people listening to just uh, get out there um, when you uh, find just, an op- when you find an opportunity. Just give it a shot. Just try something new. Try something new. Make it beautiful. Make it beautiful. Just try something new. Or or it's gonna be bloody chaotic, man. <laughs> as Jordan <laughs> Peterson would say. Make it beautiful. It's really hard to make something beautiful. Make it beautiful. <laughs> Love it. Um, cool. So mine's pretty obvious. New house. We have it moved in. Uh, two past that's your house days. that one room yeah, this one room yeah i sleep over here i go to the bathroom over here right up there i like aim up high <laughs> we have we you we have a can for you that you can you know or or just the wall as in hearkening back to our first episode make your mark <laughs> make, make, make your mark make it beautiful make it, make it beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um that's good that's new that's good um so yeah so we got a new house we moved in july 6th i think fifth maybe i don't know sixth yeah because the podcast like stayed night the sixth all the kids came over on the seventh and we've been there ever since the past three or four days love it it's great it's a really nice house if you guys want to see a home tour leave a comment saying yes josh i would like a home tour house tour house tour say verbatim Yes, I would like a house tour, Josh. And then I will make a video of my home. I won't show my family because I don't want to show my kids on the internet. But I will 
take images, moving images of the area. You could say just video. Of he could he could even live stream him just taking out like a bunch of the stuff from the boxes. That's true. I could do that, and you guys would love to watch <laughs> me doing chores. <laughs> <laughs> Which strangely, there's actually a market for that on YouTube. People like to watch that. I don't know if I want those people watching our videos, but we'll see. No offense to those people. Those like people, people, Josh. The future is inevitable, but let's travel back in time. So for timeline, July 14th, 2021. That's today, I think. Um, <laughs> we thought of our timelines for the 21st and uh totally were thrown off but anyway july 4th <laughs> already prepared for the next week yeah that, that's how that's how like craving uh for this podcast we were we missed each other that much we missed you all so july 14th 1789 okay, storming of the bastille this is bastille day so um one of the most pivotal events in the French Revolution. Uh, you know, as we, people know, like the Bastille was a prison, it was a fortress, and, you know, it only contained seven prisoners at the time. Um, mm. But it was overtaken, it was overrun, and because it was a, a symbol of the power and corruption of the regime beforehand, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and the Bastille, it fell in the revolution. That's what kicked the revolution off and wouldn't end for another 10 years. Um, so July 14th is Bastille Day in France as a national public holiday um, and should always be remembered. First time I think I remember like really getting interested in French history was when I read Tale of Two Cities in like ninth grade, I believe. Uh, at first I was bored by that book, but, you know, I just got so invested, you know, credits to my teacher. Um, but also just, you know, the discussions about it. I think it was a really great book. Recommend. Is that, I think it's like an idiot, but was that Dickens? Yep. Yeah, it was. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, the French Revolution was a crazy time. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's one of, one of the worst times in history, I would say. Yeah. Because it was just this moment of, like, pure bloodshed. Yeah. And blood, like, the, the desire for blood. And one keep in mind, 1789, I know, that's, like, that's not too far off from, from our revolution no, in America. It's very true. Yeah, it was right around the corner, honestly. Yeah. And for one man to just be like, you know what, let's just kill everyone. <laughs> <laughs> everyone who disagrees, everyone who feels differently, let's just let's just chop off their heads in a public display and let the world know who we are. And golly, does that get crazy? I mean, I understand that how like why they did it, but I don't mm -hmm. think obviously the way they did it. Like, yeah. But I think you know inequality and abuse of the you know lower mm -hmm. class. I get like, I get their qualms and queries and their. Um, they needed justice. Their their ill feelings towards Louis the Sixteenth, uh, right. which he and uh, I, th I believe it was Marie Antoinette fled, mm -hmm. and they were eventually caught by these dissidents. Um, and they brought them. Yeah, it, it that's a crazy crazy story, that's and I. Yeah, and it makes me think about like our times today, mm. like not obviously because of the, the it's not violent, like you know whatever, but um, just the mentality that like you feel differently than i do you need to be silenced i need mm. to mm. that kind of mentality you know what i mean yeah it's kind of seeping into our culture today like if yeah. you disagree with a common popular opinion then you need to hit i think it was mark twain that said history doesn't repeat itself it rhymes and i fully agree with that mm -hmm. yeah 
Yeah. July 14, 1850, about 70 years after Bastille Day. Actually, 60 years. <laughs> Can't do math good. 61 years. Uh, the first public demonstration of ice made by refrigeration was done. All right. So this man, this Florida physician, who's from Florida, Florida man, John Gorey, 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 G-O-R-R-I-E. Make of it what you want. He demonstrated the first creation of ice from a refrigerator, <laughs> like a freezer setting. And did he stun the crowd? Yes, he did. I think oh, where you're at right now, Josh, you can use a little bit of that ice. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm be just all over right now. It'd be really nice. Man, I'm very hot. But um, crazy, crazy. I think I think refrigeration technology was one of the greatest of all time. Mm. Would you agree? Yeah, I would it's say so. There. It's up there because like now you can you can save food longer, you can cool things, you can <laughs> freeze things, you can make ice, you can make popsicles and ice cream. Couldn't do that before. You had to like live in Antarctica <laughs> to do that. Still, still on our list, right? <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, how much? One hundred thousand subscribers. One hundred thousand gets to one hundred thousand subscribers. We're gonna go to Antarctica. Yep. And I'm gonna dance with the penguins. Are they done? Are they in Antarctica? Is and we're gonna successfully av- avoid the polar bears. Yeah. I love penguins. The, those polar bears—they go out of their way to hunt you down. Yeah, they're pretty messed up. Yeah, those are the most dangerous. Yeah, you want to avoid those. Basically, that's, that's the, 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 um, the, as the saying goes, if it's brown, get down. Mm-hmm. If it's black, fight back. If it's white, good night. Yeah, see ya. Bye. You did. Yeah, I hope to never come across a polar bear. I've spent some time looking at YouTube videos about polar bears. Nice. And then I came across one of them attacking somebody. I was like, eh, I've had enough of this side of YouTube. I hate like videos like that. Like not just like animals attacking people. I don't like when people fight each other or when they're screaming at each other. You know, like that's like, remember that was like a mm-hmm. popular thing a while ago. What was the? Mm. It's a famous YouTube channel. I think it's gone now. Is that called like World World Star Hip Hop or something like that? Remember this? Mm. And it was famous because they would post videos of people beating the crap out of each other. And like just people getting mad, getting disputes, and then like punching each other. Did you ever go to a screamo concert, Josh? Back in the day when you loved metal, I played at them. Okay, you never yeah. took part in the mosh pit. I would try to avoid them, but some I th- I've been in them before. But that's that's different. That's okay. like I'm in the mood of like the moment, mm. and mm. I just want to like release this energy that I'm this angst from music. That's okay. Yeah, that's fine entertainment where's the entertainment guys i had seen back in october texas chainsaw massacre the original and like literally last night i watched the 2003 remake um and i kind of want to get your initial thoughts on that josh did you it's now remind me is the remake like a shot for shot or is it different no i would say that there are a lot of parts that are different. I think the original cinematographer, Daniel Parole, um, was was hired back again because there are some similarities. There are some rhymes there, but it's 
a lot of different things taken from the original, but also things that might have even been improved upon right. in the remake. It's interesting. Now, to be completely honest, I'm not a big horror guy. I've never really been. I remember I, I had the temptation to, you know, scare you with a clown, but I fought against my better judgment and also Zach helped. Yeah, it's that's good. Yeah. But um yeah, I just never really like I'm I don't mind things that are thrillery. Mm-hmm. Like or even like psychological stuff. Like I'm okay yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. I don't like a lot of gore. Like when there's blood everywhere and people mm. can like like or I should say like like agony. Yeah. Be specific. Like when people are really displaying like they're in pain. Yeah. And then it's it's like it yeah. seems real. I don't like I think in some certain parts, even with the original, you might cringe a little bit. I did for certain. Uh, when I watched the original 1974, I put it on maybe around like 6.30 at night. It was actually October 31st. Yeah, on Halloween, yeah. Um, and when I had the movie just beginning to play, it showed like, you know, images of corpses and stuff like that, whatever the heck. Um and I was about to take my first bite as like the first image came up. And I just said to myself, or I thought to myself, I don't talk to myself. Um, I said, I, I thought to myself, this was a mistake. Because mm. <laughs> <laughs> nice. the, the 74 and even the 2003, but more so the 74, it. Um, I feel like it was way ahead of its time. Oh, of course. But it's very un, unsanitized. It's, it is gross. Yeah. Uh, just like the way it makes you feel. I'm sure the lighting made it seem like that it made you feel kind of sickly you know and uh, again i will say i haven't seen this movie front to back i have seen clips of it and i've seen mm-hmm. like the cinema sins type of stuff where yeah. they, like show clips of it mm-hmm. and whatever mm-hmm. seen that which of course isn't nearly like the same as watching yeah it's like a full movie experience but but i can say what i've seen is i can second that it's just kind of seen kind of like really edgy and kind of gross like yeah. different form that has never before been seen that's why this one took such a you know it like really startled people mm. because they were looking at this thing that was like so different and so mm-hmm. dramatically affecting i guess yeah you'd say. like like it really was traumatic for people to watch it for the first time yeah know? um and also it's it's loosely based from what i understand because i looked this up afterwards um when i first seen the first one uh, original. It's loosely based on the serial killer, Ed Gain. Um, and it really screwed up people out there um, because of the fact that it was supposed to be, you know, seen as a true story, uh, almost like some type of documentary based, kind of like Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Um, and there's that mentality too that, like, this could potentially be real. Yes. What I'm seeing. And that brings another layer of horror in the mm-hmm. things. It's like, oh, like this isn't just some creative that came out of somebody's mind. Like mm-hmm. this could have happened. Yeah. So for anybody <laughs> who's horrible. never for anybody who's never seen this before, it's about these careless teens that stumble upon a cannibal house. Um and like I said, but <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, about it being like unsanitized and gross um, kind of delving into the 2003 um, version it was a commercial success um, but yet it wasn't well received like the original one just because it is of course a remake um, 
at the time it wasn't well received. I think it's more so now. I appreciate this one. Uh, like I said before, they use the same cinematographer, uh, Daniel uh, Parole, you know, to recapture the atmosphere. I would say that it succeeded in that. Um, the 1974 one was subtle in its horror. I would say it's a little bit more in your face in the remake. I think that's just a reflection of the culture and way people respond to it. It's like a yeah. slow burn for the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, we can get that. And that, that's, a, that's a big telling of, you know, mm-hmm. the cultural shift in horror. Is it, it, I think just because it was kind of newish mm-hmm. in the 70s. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I guess, like, I don't know, maybe Hitchcock was the first one to really mm. do scary stuff. Mm. maybe that was popular and so to go from him like the birds or psycho mm-hmm. uh, i guess vertigo was kind of scary too and then to go into something where it's like whoa like this is to almost the point of, like disgusting yeah i don't think it like as far as being a horror movie it was ahead of its time because um in that feeling that it is so real also with it being gross and sickly i would agree with you there um you know the main antagonist of the movie 74 and 2003 is leatherface you know it's a guy that uh is deformed um and then puts the skin of victims quite all victims and he takes their faces and they would put them on as well and i think i think ed gain also did that too so that's where the main influence had come from Mm -hmm. um and with it being a slow burn you know i think and this might be spoiler territory for a few people i know you're not going to watch it josh uh but you might have seen it actually in cinema since um in the 74 version the first kill the guy is investigating and and i think the girl too the guy is investigating the house Mm -hmm. nobody is in there completely empty um he goes through and hears like a pig squeal or something like that and he runs forward to hopefully like save the animal and then you know leatherface the giant behemoth of a antagonist just comes into frame randomly there's no prompting it's just he's there and demolishes the guy's head with a hammer and then just closes the door it's like, whoa, where did that come from? Right. <laughs> and that, yeah, but then, like I said about prompting, in the 2003 version, you know, you can see a shadow pass uh, when the character's coming uh, into the house, you know, uh, you know, to prompt us. But it, it is still abrupt, the kill. And I think that's the difference, too, is, is there's a big emphasis on build-ups now. Yeah. Because that's kind of what happens as, as generations mm-hmm. kind of progress because i feel like people are no longer getting as scared to things maybe mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would you agree, maybe perhaps yeah um, i wouldn't so say i wouldn't that. i wouldn't say that it accounts for this film but i would say for horror movies in general the rewatchability is you know in no comparison right yeah, yeah and so i think because of that like that the concepts of build-ups need to be utilized more mm-hmm. as opposed to just like well like it just happened because like, then that kind of like brings up that fear that terror mm. like you know something's coming but you don't know when like that suspense yeah and there's 
there's merit to that. I think you can still pull that off well, and I think this Art this one, this, yeah. this I think this one does that uh, pretty well. Um, you know, in the '74 version, it's you know you have these deaths that are unorganized, um, unorganized events. You still have character development, sure, but it still made it feel real because of the um, unorthodox method that it is with killing uh, the people. And also it's, it's unpredictable. That's the right word to put it because there's no music to prompt you like it was in the 2003 version. Yeah, 2003, it's organized. But I would say where it succeeds here the deaths are more emotional. You had more time to pace out the characters. Um, and in that sense, it's real too. Um, def- which made the deaths more memorable. Um, like there's this one instance where uh, in the 2003 version, you have Jessica Beale. She's, you know, she's fighting with her boyfriend um, and he goes to investigate the house first with her. He dies first from Leatherface and, you know, their very last uh, conversation was an argument. Mm -hmm. And when he dies and it's his body's being, you know, torn through by uh, the cannibals, you see a ring, a a wedding ring. You know, I I couldn't help but be like, man, like... (laughs) That 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 is a burn that's not slow, but it's just it's it's a shocker and right. yeah, yeah that's, that's a shame. But you process the deaths in different ways in these different movies, kind of like I would say like one of the most memorable memorable things about the '74 version is I'm sure you saw like the ending scene where Leatherface is just like, yeah. and then. You know the the survivor girl. She's just cackling mm-hmm. because she doesn't know how to process these deaths, and is just so happy to escape. Not so, as they say. So, what advice would you give to a uh, a director of a new horror movie coming out? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> One that you could deal with. Advice. Oh, make it make it beautiful. <laughs> I want to see Jordan Peterson direct a horror <laughs> film. There's just like dirty rooms everywhere. There there is a somebody else made this. It was like a what what Jordan Peterson thinks about or something like that. And it was pretty existential horror. Mm. I would I would I would recommend you watch that, Josh. Just you. <laughs> Okay. Because it, it, it harkens back to his Joe Rogan interview. It's time for the news. GOP representative Madison Cawthorn of North Carolina. She had said uh, on Right Side Broadcasting, I believe the source was, Uh, said that the administrating is starting to talk about going door to door, taking vaccines to people, or at least convincing people to take the vaccine because they haven't met their mark, the administration. Uh, I don't know. Is that what you heard, Josh, or am I wrong in that? Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. I haven't followed it to be honest, but. Well, she at least said, she at least said that there is a massive undertaking. It's a massive undertaking to 
take vaccines to people door to door. Um, and if they're serious about this, you know, what's stopping them, she said, from taking your guns or taking your Bibles, which she accused them of. Um, I don't, I, I don't know if that's really founded. I believe it's unfounded. Um, but what do I know? Right. You know, but harking back to Biden's speech, I think it was July 6th. He said, we need to go community by community, neighborhood by neighborhood, and then oftentimes door to door to get people protected from the virus. And then Jen Psaki clarified his press sec um, that it'll be volunteers doing this, not federal employees. Who knows? He's saying we need to, so you need to go to your neighbor's home who is unvaccinated and tell them to vac be vaccinated, right? Is that what he's saying? Suppos supposedly, yeah. Or is he saying, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to force people to go door to door? Hmm. Hmm. I don't like that. <laughs> well, who knows? But, know. you know, the interesting thing is, is that how did we get here? Because oh. um, this talk about like authoritarianism, which is people, what people are worried about. Yeah. And rightfully so, because you know, everybody knows that a vaccine is available, ready and available. And to anybody. Yeah. And if, and if, and if, and free, and if people do not want it, they would have, you know, they would have gotten it already. They've already gotten it. Yeah. yeah. And if numbers are way low, this is, uh, you might get higher a little bit, but I don't really see it going any higher because it's been like this for two months now. Yeah. Yeah. I think if, you know, if you wanted to be vaccinated, you've already been vaccinated. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so I don't think that's appropriate. I yeah. Think and keep in mind that uh, for people listening, Josh and I have been vaccinated. That was our own choice. We want to spend time with the people that we love. And we understand that the possibility of you not wanting it is yours and yours alone. Yeah, completely up to you. It's fine. Mm -hmm. And whether you be an anti-vaxxer or not, um, is completely up to you. Um, and if you, this is another thing I wanted to bring up too. If you look at, and this is just me perusing because you see vaccine, you see Delta variant come up on trending, um, it, and you click on those and something suspicious comes up. You know, if you look at pretty much, and I'm saying pretty much like in quotes, pretty mm -hmm. much all the YouTube videos on mainstream YouTube channels. So it's not like these are indie uh, ones right. about vaccinations, about the Delta variant, um, pretty much the majority of the like to dislike ratios is majority dislike. Comments might be turned off, um, but the comments are fairly negative if you do see them. Um, so I kind of want to get your initial thoughts on that, Josh. I don't know if the, that... The, the mass populist right now thinks we're done you know and like this is over in america and that is and mm -hmm. i you know i mean the chances right now i, I don't want to say that because i don't have the right statistic but for like months maybe last month mm -hmm. it was like a 0.03 percent chance of you getting it in new york state okay which means you have a 99.7 percent chance of not getting it mm. just like you're not gonna get it you know? yeah and so we're done. I'm done. We're done. Mm -hmm. yeah, we're done here. And so for just news and YouTube and all these other, you know, 
um, platforms that are just hammering these new things, mm. try to get you to be afraid, to be entertained somehow, yeah, or to just be, you know, clicking, is the issue, is the problem. Because the thing that they found, and the thing that I think the administration found, is through this pandemic, people realized that higher powers can control through the fear of others. Mm. And I think that's pretty, pretty clear. Yeah. And so I think everyone has kind of come into their senses and realizing like, listen, like you're, you're just trying to milk this. Yeah. And we're, everything's fine. We're okay. We've moved on that everyone, the majority, majority of people are vaccinated. And if they're not vaccinated, they're fine. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's just move on from this. Let's talk about something else. Yeah. You know, that's, I mean, that's how I feel. Do you think that there is any chance that there could be other variants like we are hearing rumblings of? You know, we're going to get the Omega, yeah. Omega oh, yeah. variant, yeah. <laughs> the, the, Omega. The, the Kappa. <laughs> Who cares? You know, I'm done. We're done. I'm, you know, I'm back to normal. I'm living my life. I'm not wearing masks anywhere. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying my existence and I'm not going to get it. Mm-hmm. you know like like we're we're all good here people yeah let's just stop milking this and bringing the mm-hmm. towel dry let's just, mm-hmm. let's just come on we're, we're yeah dead. people people are speaking with you know they can't speak with a comment they can speak with a like if possible yeah. you know on these main youtube channels you know occasionally you'll find these ratios off even comments off right too and suspiciously on one obama video actually um you know talking about vaccine efforts mm. comments and like to dislike ratios were off. Uh, yeah, that's messed up. Because yeah, I, I'm, I would, I'm genuinely curious, like if no. people like respond positively or negatively to it. Yeah, yeah, and, and then again, that's just the problem. All the stuff we've been talking about, right, with censorship and blah blah. blah. They're trying to like hide things from the reality. Like that's why you like get rid of comments. It's just like because you these people are saying things you don't like, so you get rid of it, mm-hmm. or, or you know or you don't like that you have way more dislikes than likes so they get, get rid of that too yeah. and that's just so not free it's so not like i think it's more cowardly i think that's the, the yeah, crux yeah, to it my is. it is like just realize that people are done with this stuff and you know that we're starting to realize like yeah yeah because we started hearing rumblings about coronavirus september of 2019 yeah Maybe even before that. Yeah. No, I think that's good. Yeah, like around September. So yeah. You start hearing about it. And then, yeah, I don't know. Well, okay, we, you know, we've discussed all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that, I don't think doing the door-to-door stuff is a very good call. I think that would be pretty crappy. Because you just have to, like, get, let people be free. Like, if they don't want to get it, they don't have to get it. Yeah. You know, there's something that says they have to get it. Mm-hmm. They have that choice. And if they're concerned, then, you know, let them be concerned. It's whatever. It's whatever. That's my slogan for today. Mm-hmm. I know, will, will we see it? Will we have it in our world? Of course. Mm-hmm. I think we're always going to have it. Like new kids are going to get it, but it's going to become like the comical, like, like a flu. Like we're going to have a shot every year and you can have it if you want and you don't, you don't need to take it or whatever. And then we're going to just see it. And then that's it. Like, we'll just deal with it like everything else. Like, 
So what we want you all to do right now is subscribe to Feeling Grounded Podcast, like the video, share to any prospective people that might want to listen to our content. And then also we want you to follow us on Feeling Grounded Podcast on Instagram and also become a patron. We would love to have you guys uh, follow us on that platform. We put exclusive content on there for only three bucks a month. You guys will be able to see stuff that Josh and I genuinely love doing. Um, you know, this has been an incredible journey on episode 15 right now, and it's only going to get bigger and better from here. And we are so excited to enjoy this process with you guys. Um, and put any questions that you have in the comments below. And we would love to see you guys um, just be on this journey with us. You got questions? I'm feeling grounded.